0: to the Turn Up The Volume On Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up The Volume On Your Voice. I hope you are well. Now, a short while ago, it was Prince Harry's birthday. And to celebrate his birthday, I decided it would be absolutely absolutely hilarious to A, make sure I never get that damehood, that OBE, that MBE by making a hilarious joke about Prince Harry being the king of podfade. This is because he and Meghan had that huge fanfare announcement about joining Spotify for their podcast deal. Do you remember it? We had that trailer episode released in December last year, followed by an episode marking the end of 2020 and... That's it. We've heard nothing from the podcast since. I mean, obviously, we have heard a lot from the couple, but nothing from their podcast. So in podcast terms, I'm afraid to say Harry and Meghan are suffering from podfade. And yes, I am on first name terms with all the royals, because let's never forget, I was born in Royal Berkshire, just down the road from Windsor, now that road might be quite a long road called the A332, but it's still a road and I'm sticking to that. Okay, good. Glad we've got that sorted. So talking about podfade in this episode, I suppose I should start off by telling you what podfade is because you may not have heard of the term. So podfade is generally known as when a podcast stops without warning. So it's not a planned end of the series. That's not podfading. So if you've got a podcast that is series that you know you're going to do six, seven, eight, nine, ten episodes, however many episodes per series, your podcast hasn't podfaded. Your podcast has just run its series. Don't panic. Instead, what I'm talking about is when a podcast just doesn't get published again Sometimes it can be a gradual decline so episodes will become sporadic, you get some missed weeks here and there before eventually it just peters out to nothing. Other times it's simply a case of an episode finishing as normal, see you next week, all that sort of stuff and then it's never published again and it breaks my heart. However, here's a sobering fact for you it's thought around 75%, that's three quarters of all podcasts, end with podfade. So if you're listening to this as somebody who has a podfaded podcast, please, please, please don't think you're on your own or that you're a failure or anything bad about yourself because you'll be surprised how many podcasts don't make it past the first episode. Hi, Harry and Megan. And how many that do make it past the episode one to episode two don't make it to eight episodes either. So podfade is real. Very, very real. But there is hope. Hooray! We all need hope. You can bring back your podfaded podcast, but only if it's the right thing to do. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. Now, you might be listening to this thinking, Charlotte, my podcast is cracking on. No sign of Podfade. I don't need to listen to you this week. And to that, I say, hold up. Yes, you do. Because before I dive straight into the relaunch of your Podfaded podcast, I'm going to examine the reasons your podcast might have Podfaded. And knowing these ahead of Podfade means guess what? You probably won't end up pod fading and needing a pod faded podcast relaunch. How many times can I say pod fade in one episode or indeed one sentence? I think a few. So let's look at these common reasons that we get for pod fading. This is not an exhaustive list, it's just some of the, the, the top kind of reasons that I think most podcasts end up just sort of petering out to nothing time, money, business changes, life events losing a co-host losing your passion for the subject it's all a bit too complex a bit too overwhelming it's all a bit too much effort or you just simply lose momentum so let's have a look at these issues in a bit more depth it's so a time podcasting takes time you've got to research plan record edit upload and promote your episodes every week for the rest of eternity or something if you started off doing an ongoing weekly podcast. Now, at first, you find the time, or you think you found the time, and then the reality of it hits home. So you either have to change what you're doing to make your podcasting process quicker, or you can start outsourcing some of what you do, whether that's to do with your podcast creation or other tasks in your business, which leads us to money. If you've been paying somebody to do your podcast faffy bits, and then your money situation changes, you might find it harder to get your podcast out on a regular basis because you're no longer paying someone to do the faffy stuff. You have to do it. And it's that time money conundrum. Your business might change. It simply might be you change the focus of your business, which means the podcast you've been producing just doesn't fit it in with what you're doing right now. And rather than finishing the podcast, you think, no, no, I'm going to keep it going because I've done so many episodes already. Yeah, I just don't want to, you know, it's that whole, um, what's it called? When you buy something and then you keep buying more and you keep buying, so you're throwing good money after bad and all that sort of stuff. Actually, no, you can just finish your podcast. Or maybe it's not your business situation that's changed. You might have a big life event that takes over everything, a pandemic, for example, or In Harry and Meghan's case, Meghan got pregnant and that may well have had an effect on Harry and Meghan's podcast not happening in the way they expected it to. Or maybe somebody in your family has become poorly and I really hope that doesn't happen. And quite rightly, you're focusing on them instead. So things change, life changes, business changes. Quite a few podcasts that start with co-hosts, well, They struggle to continue if one of those co-hosts leave. Lots of different reasons it will struggle to continue. But first off, it's really hard to keep going on your own when you're used to having two of you. You know what the other one's going to say and do. The workload is different. It's, It's just really strange. And then you're suddenly doing it all by yourself. Or if you're not going to do it all by yourself, you might bring somebody else in but it doesn't feel the same and you start falling out of love with it or they're not doing the work that you expected them to do the same work that the other person did and it becomes too much and here's a reason for pod fade that doesn't really get mentioned out loud very much but it happens a lot i think you lose your passion for podcasting or you lose your passion for the subject you're podcasting about and this is normally where you see the sporadic episodes before the sudden stop. So a sudden stop normally happens when you've got a big life event changing or maybe a pandemic or something, a huge kind of big event that just means you've stopped, you've missed episodes and then you don't know how to come back. If you're starting to fall out of love with your podcast for whatever reason, That's when you start to get the sporadic episodes because you feel like you should be doing it. So you should do it. So you do it. And you don't love it. So it gets on the last thing to do on your to do list. And if you miss one week, you miss a week, you come back because you should be doing a podcast. You're not doing it because you love it. When you stop caring about what you're talking about or stop caring about the medium, then you're going to just keep finding more and more excuses to miss putting out the episodes. And when you miss putting out one episode, it becomes easier to miss another and another and another and so on. Hence the pod fade. Now, the next issue is kind of related to time. But here we go. Overcomplicated podcasts, which have nine million gazillion different segments, different sound effects, need multiple guests and lots and lots of effort to bring you just one episode. Here's the thing, they're not sustainable unless you have the time and the resources. And if you don't, guess what? You're going to burn out quickly and fade will happen. Even if you have got a simple podcast format, but you've decided you want guests on every episode and you want to do an ongoing weekly episode, finding guests for 52 episodes a year is not easy. Let's say you don't have guests. Fine. You're telling me you don't have guests. That's fine. If you have a complex segment and format system going on, it means it's not an easy edit. And even if you haven't got any of that and you're doing a weekly ongoing podcast, you need to find 52 episode topics every single year for as long as you want the podcast to go on. Now, I'm not trying to scare you by saying all this. This is simply the reality of it. And I think a lot of people, and I put my hand up, I'm included in this, start off a podcast without realising the commitment you're making. I did, absolutely did, started this podcast without really considering the commitment I, I was making. And there has been dangers of pod fade on this podcast. Well, it almost—it kind of did in 2019. It was certainly sporadic because I really wasn't sure what I was doing, and because I wasn't sure, I made lots of excuses to miss it. So, please don't worry too much, though, because I'm just pointing out the the things that can cause pod fade. I'm not saying your podcast will pod fade. Okay, good. And last but not least. Just simply losing momentum. say you have a couple of weeks that everything just everything happens at once. We I'm sure you've had those weeks at least three or four, five times this year, if not more. Everything happens at once, it all goes tits up for want of a better word, and you're late publishing your episode, or you miss publishing your episode. once you've started losing that momentum it's really easy to miss another. So you've missed one episode. You might miss another. So you've missed two episodes. Guess what? It's really, really easy now to miss three, four, five, six, etc. Once you've lost that momentum, it's really tricky to get it back. And also you've got that awkwardness of, oh yeah, so I've not published for a while. How do I start publishing again? Awkward. Oh. I'm doing a grimace. That's why I'm making that noise. So that's some of the reasons why podcasts hit that dreaded pod fade. So what can we do to bring your pod faded podcast back? I might send a copy of this to Harry and Meghan, you know. Well, first off, I want you to understand what caused your podcast to pod fade. Why did you stop producing it? What was it? Was it a lack of interest? Was it a lack of time? Was it a lack of money? Was there a big life event that came along? Did you just simply lose momentum and you don't know how to do it again? Only you can understand truly why you stopped and you have to be really, really honest with yourself because if you're not, it's just going to potentially fail again. So, once you've identified exactly what it is that, you, that stopped you from continuing the podcast the way you wanted it to when you started out, I want you to understand and be truly honest with yourself about whether the situation has actually changed. Has it changed enough for you to be able to commit to your podcast again? So it's a bit like, right, when you break up with somebody So you've broken up with your partner and a few weeks, maybe months later, you end up looking back and you go, oh, there were some good bits about that relationship, weren't there? Maybe that person was a really good kisser. Maybe they told some great jokes, some very funny stories. Maybe they bought you gifts all the time. Maybe there was something else about them that you just, you really miss. They bought you a cup of tea in bed every morning. I'd miss that. But here's the thing. You've forgotten they never washed up. They left the tea bag of that cup of tea they made for you every morning on the side, getting soggy and staining the countertop. They were always late, and worst of all, they'd flirt and who knows what else with everybody. So it's a bit like that kind of thing. Podcasting, like exes, have redeeming features. But if you can't get past your non-negotiables, i.e. the flirting with everybody, the leaving the teabag on the side, uh, uh, you know, just staining the countertop, then you won't be getting back with your ex, no matter how good a story they told. And you shouldn't be getting back with your ex-podcast either if you're not going to make it last. Somewhere along there that made sense. So if you want to bring back your podcast, there are a few questions you need to consider. Is it going to work this time? How are you going to make it work this time? What is different? And once you've decided that, yes, it will make sense, it does all work and you can fit podcasting back in your life, you're pretty much ready to relaunch your podfaded podcast. But there's always a but. Before we head out all guns blazing, I'm going to insist you have an exit strategy in place for your podcast yeah I want you to know how you're going to finish your podcast before you even start it so that could be that you know in your head you're only going to be putting out your podcast in a series and you know how many episodes that series will be or it could just be you know what signs to look for when you're getting close to pod fade and you're ready and willing to do an episode that puts the podcast either on pause or ends it maybe you could get that episode ready to go. A very generic, I'm really sorry, the podcast is having a break. C- couple of sentences. Ready to go. So that if life becomes massively overwhelming, a big life event happens, you've got it. Ready to go. Upload and out. Personally, I would go with a series. It makes it more manageable for you. And you're also setting expectations for yourself, your team and your audience. Nobody's going to be surprised when you stop and you know just what's going to be involved before you start. So, exit strategy in place. Let's go. Get relaunching your podfaded podcast. But again, there might have been a fanfare, but I don't want you to go any further because I want you to have a look at your podcast format. Is it still working? Does it feel right? Are there any changes that need to be made to how you're doing your podcast? Does it need to be longer? Does it need to be shorter? Do you need to add a section? Do you need to take out a section? Do you need guests still? Do you need to stop having guests? Do you want to bring guests in? Do you need a co-host? Do you want to take away a co-host? What is it that needs to change? Now, the answer can be nothing but now is a really good time to just go through and sense check if your podcast as a format is working. Is now the time to change the intro and the outro? Does your podcast need new music, new sound branding? Does it need new branding in total, visual branding, new cover art? Does it need to come out on a different day of the week? Will it come out as the same frequency as before? So One of the exciting things about sprucing up your podcast is you can use this to remind people of your podcast. So you're making all these decisions, actually get your community to help you decide on some of those things. Easy things like cover art, new music, having a guest, not having a guest. Ask your community what they think, get them involved and get them taking a bit of ownership of your podcast. It's a really useful way to build back that trust that you need them to give you in creating consistent content. Because yes, you do have some work to do to get people back in your podcast community. Because you, for want of a better word, abandoned them. You're going to have to really, really reach out, softly, softly massage them back into your world, if that's your style. And just let them know that you're not going to just disappear out of nowhere again. And this is why I think having a series is a good way. You can go, you're going to get eight episodes, nine episodes, six episodes, however many episodes. And you're giving them, it's almost like that contract that you will do this and they can, they can take it from you kind of thing. And it probably right now feels like a mammoth task coming back from an unexpected and unexplained break but it is doable. You really just need to start reminding people you have a podcast. A few ways you can do this. Share some old and relevant episodes or snippets of them. Get people associating you with podcasts again and podcasting so you can get yourself on some other podcasts. So be a guest on the relevant podcasts that are out there. Remember, You can't just rock up and tell someone you should be a guest on their podcast. You have to provide value to the audience of the podcast you're appearing on. And don't just rock up on any person's podcast. Make sure it's the right audience for you too. Otherwise, you're wasting your time, energy and effort. Email your list. Shout out on your socials that the podcast is coming back. Maybe arrange a podcast party in real life or just online. Brand your podcast series two, if you feel like being a bit cheeky. Now, I say this because it worked for EastEnders in 2020. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, here's a quick recap. EastEnders is a soap or continuing drama on awards nights. It's been running in the UK since the mid-1980s. And when the pandemic hit back in March 2020, filming stopped, which meant the production team ran out of footage and the soap stopped being broadcast. Unheard of. However, they cleverly put to be continued at the credits of the end of the last episode to go out before they could get back up and catch up with filming. And then when it did return, the BBC cheekily and I think a little bit turning cheek branded it series two on social media and in the promotion of it. Now, given this this episode, this podcast, given this uh, soap has been going out since the mid 80s. So what? Probably 30 odd years ish, nearly 40, probably. Of series one, calling it series two was quite, I thought it was quite funny. And just a little, it was an acknowledgement of the disruption, how it shouldn't really have been disrupted. But obviously, we're all living in a world that's a little bit strange. You could do something similar if it fits with your brand. It's about acknowledging, though. Acknowledge the podcast disappeared without warning. And maybe, you know, claim it as series two. Little little wink there. A knowing wink to your, your listeners. I would absolutely do a trailer episode to reawaken A, your feed, and B, your audience. You'll get in the ears of all those people who've not unfollowed your podcast on those podcast apps. Nice. And also you'll get something to share on socials as well in the run up to your podcast. And again, in that trailer, I would absolutely recognise and acknowledge that the podcast did stop. This time, though, you're going to explain it is going to work and how it's going to work and start getting your community excited about it. And here's a thing that I don't think gets talked about enough. pod fade doesn't have to be a bad thing. Arguably, yes, of course it's better if you recognise you're going to struggle to get your podcast out, that you sit down and record a message saying the podcast is going on a break, a bit like the EastEnders to be continued, which they had to do because they didn't know that they weren't going to be able to film. But if you've missed that chance, then don't worry. Instead, what I want you to do, is take this opportunity to give your podcast an audit, or actually no, let's call it a spring clean, because that sounds far less daunting, and you can come back stronger. Knowing what led you to the pod fade is the most important thing you can do before you relaunch, because it means you're less likely to end up in this situation again. One pod fade is excusable. Two, three, four... Far, far less so. So, if your podcast is off air, just use this opportunity to really examine what it is you want from your podcast, how you're going to do it, what your podcast is going to sound like, all those sorts of things that ideally you would do at the beginning. But actually, it's really useful to just do periodically anyway. But it's even easier and it's far better to do it now before you relaunch. And of course, I can help you go through your podfaded podcast and discover what went wrong, as well as let's look at what's right as well. Lots of stuff went right of your podcast, I promise you, so that when you do come back, you're going to be stronger, more prepared and much happier with your podcast life. There are a few ways you can work with me. You can get hold of my podcast planning toolkit by going on my website, charlotte-foster.co.uk. The podcast planning toolkit is there for you to download. It comes with a masterclass as well and it will take you through the foundations of your podcast. You can do this whether you've got a podcast or whether you're planning a podcast. It is works for all of them. You can do a podcast planning session with me. Again, me, you, one-to-one, cups of tea, that kind of thing it doesn't have to be people that have only just thought about having a podcast. If you have a podcast, you can come on this podcast planning session one-to-one with me. We go through where you're at, where you want to be, how we're going to get there, all of that sort of stuff. And not only do you get to work with me for that that, that session, you also get access to me for a month of just chats, messages. We have a follow-up chat at the end, and I will review an episode for you as well. If you need something else, something a bit more bespoke, sounds dead posh, just drop me an email, charlotte at charlotte foster.co.uk, and we can chat. In the meantime, look after yourself. You can find me on LinkedIn, Charlotte Foster, with a lovely mustard cardigan. And you can also find me on Instagram, uh, Charlotte Foster Podcast, is where you'll find me. Have a great week. I'll see you next week.